Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Interactive Podcast. I'm your host, Angela Racine. All right, so Friday is May 12th, and that means that I've officially been home for two weeks now. It has been still a pretty big adjustment, I'd say. I'm still trying to find a routine, get into the swing of things. Now that I don't have, like, official work shifts to go to or school to go to, like classes, it's a little bit hard for me to adjust. I'm someone who I thrive off of structure and routine. And although I get overwhelmed being busy and having a lot on my plate, I definitely thrive off of it. So it's been weird, like not having anyone or like not anyone, but like anything forcing me to go anywhere. It's really interesting. So I've been doing my own thing. I've been grinding out a ton of content. Um, I graduated. <laughs> it is Thursday. On Sunday, I did graduate. It was such an amazing weekend. I think, yeah, last week, oh my goodness, l- this past week feels like it's been a month long, I swear. But <clears throat> I know last Saturday is when I uploaded my most recent podcast episode. If you haven't checked it out yet, go check it out, episode 34. Um, As I was saying, I know that I already updated y'all on the grad party from Friday. It was such a fun time. But then Saturday was... I'm trying to think back to it. Not too much. Me and my boyfriend went back up to school, to my apartment. I was packing up a little bit. I had to return my work key, um, clean up the apartment, get all my stuff together. I also had to return some textbooks. So I got a lot done on Saturday. We ended up just staying in that night and just hanging out. And then, like I said, Sunday, I graduated It was so much fun. I was able to watch my boyfriend's graduation, which, so they had it separated at different times. His was at 9 a.m. and mine was at 1.30. It's just because it's such a big school that they, like, split it up by um, colleges, like, within the university, right? So, it was really interesting. During his graduation, they call this name Ray Allen, and everyone starts, like, clapping and cheering for him. And, like, you know, normally when someone graduates, only their family and friends are cheering so it's like a couple people out of the audience which also it was packed it was I loved that like every seat was full it was so much fun but everyone started cheering and I was sitting with my boyfriend's brother and he was like oh is this guy really popular or something like and we were so confused and people were taking photos with him and all this stuff and it turns out Ray Allen was like one of the biggest basketball stars in the 90s I think he actually went to my school too which is pretty cool. My school's really big on basketball, but um, it was so crazy. So I was like, oh, I watched Ray Allen graduate. That's pretty cool. And then during my graduation, it was so cute. So my school is the Huskies. So obviously we have a little Husky as our mascot and they called his name and he got to walk and take the picture and all that. So it was like super cute watching him too. But like I said, it was just such a nice day surrounded by family, friends, and then I finally finished moving out. <laughs> but um, before I get more into that, we were able to do dinner together. It was me, my boyfriend, my sister, my mom and her boyfriend, and then my dad <clears throat> and his girlfriend. So it was really nice having everyone together. We went to a really nice place and they were able to like, you know, celebrate with us and all that good stuff. So it was a really, really fun time. Also, side note, I finally have the this like whole microphone set up all put together and I'm using it in like full effect right now so 
I hope this audio, I don't know like how different it's going to sound from the past two weeks because it's still the same microphone, but now I have that little mesh um, sheet that goes over it. I hope you guys know what I'm talking about. It's like a little circle and it's this like little piece of cloth to help, I think like take away the like, p -p -p -p, like those kinds of sounds. I don't know. But I also have it like all clipped and um, attached to my desk. It's all professional, so I'm not holding it anymore. <laughs> but yeah, so I hope the sound is <clears throat> okay for you guys. Anyway, as I said, I finally finished moving out of my apartment after like four fucking carloads. Oh my god, it was like... <laughs> Okay, it's like a 680 square foot apartment and there's me and two other girls living there. So there's three of us. So it's a pretty small space, you know? Oh my God, I did not realize how much shit I have. <laughs> like the fact that it took like four cars and also, mind you, I was not able to bring everything back. Like we had this big lamp in the living room I couldn't take. I had to leave my mattress behind. I, um, I think I left a couple other things behind too that might have slipped my mind, but I mean, they're not that important, but I was just so shocked that I had that many things. <laughs> I like did not realize. So yeah, I've actually today, I finally was so sick of my room looking like a fucking mess. So while I was home, I've been organizing my closet and yesterday I cleaned out a shelf for me in the pantry and a shelf for me in the fridge because not only am I pescatarian, but I also eat pretty differently overall from my family. I try to buy a lot of like protein enriched foods and I'll get, you know, the like healthier options and I kind of like pay attention to all that good stuff. I mean, as y'all know, I track my calories and macros, so I try to be mindful of that when I purchase food. So it's kind of just like, it sounds kind of silly, but it's just easier with me having a separate space in the kitchen for all of my things because when it gets mixed in with everything else and I forget about my foods and then I'm like, oh my god, but I don't have anything to eat. I don't know. Anyway, I just like, I am so type A with organization. I need all of my things to be organized all the time. I'm actually very surprised with myself. I think this is the longest it's taken me to unpack. And like I said, tomorrow it'll be two weeks. So it's kind of a long time. I mean, like I've been doing little things here and there, but as for actually buckling down and just like putting my head down, putting some elbow grease in, all that good stuff, you know. So yeah, I'm in the process of still unpacking and just throwing everything in this like extra room that we have for storage. So yeah, and on top of that, I've just been trying, you know, like I said, to get into a routine. Honestly, I haven't really, even though I feel like I have gotten a good amount of stuff done, I'm not really happy with my level of productivity. And by that, I mean, I feel like I'm just never doing enough in the day. I don't know. Even though I get my days started early because, as y'all know, I sold my car. So, it's just me and my mom at home. So, I've just been using her car. So, I've been driving her to and from work. So, I have to wake up early to make sure I get her there anyway. So, I'm like, I'm awake early. I'm up early. But it's like, I just feel like I'm not getting anything done. And like, the thing is though, like, I know that I am because I'm like crossing off things in my planner but I just think I have too high expectations for what I can accomplish in a day because at the end of the day, I think I'm only getting through like half of my to-do list and it's been so like discouraging, especially like, well, I'll get into the social media part of it in a little bit, but it's been discouraging for me, like making such a big list and like knowing that I'm capable of it, but just not having the mental capacity to do it. Like, 
after this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I had such an amazing time. I had so much fun, such great people, such great experiences, but like just driving all over the state and like celebrating and being around people 24-7 and like oh my goodness, Monday I did like absolutely nothing, but I couldn't even like fully allow myself to because I was upset that I wasn't doing anything. So I feel like I didn't even get the rest because my mind wasn't resting. I don't know. It's like, it sounds so silly, but it's just been a little bit frustrating. And then on top of that, it's also been so discouraging because my engagement on social media is at like an all-time low and I won't get into specifics with numbers or anything but it it just feels like 90% of my engagement has dropped and it's been on like a steady decline and I know with the Instagram algorithm it goes through ups and downs so I know that means it's going to come back up at some point but it's just really discouraging when I'm really putting so much effort into my content I'm really proud of what I'm creating I want to impact people I want to reach people I want to make a difference you know I want to get myself out there and I'm putting all of my work into this and I feel like I'm I'm so passionate about it I do it because I love it and it makes me so happy but then when I feel like I'm just not reaching as many people as I could be and I'm not impacting as many people as I could be like it kind of sucks you know like it kind of makes me like a little bit sad and it's like although I do have to admit this past week I have gotten a lot of really kind messages from people but I don't know. I just know that I'm capable of so much more and I really feel like I can make an impact on people and I know that I have and I need to be grateful for the listeners that I do have and the um, people that like following me and engaging with me and I appreciate every single one of you guys like beyond words, beyond describable words, like more than you can imagine. I appreciate it so, so much. But I just feel like I could be doing more and I guess that's my issue is I'm always like thinking I could do more. I don't know. I just went on like the biggest fucking rant ever. Anyway, let's switch gears. Enough about me figuring myself a pity party. (laughs) I actually, last night I went to, so my high school that I went to, they had a band concert for the high school and I went with my mom because it was actually my band teacher's very last concert ever. He's retiring, so I wanted to go and show some support and, you know, listen to the band one more time. And it was, oh my goodness, such a nice night. I am so happy that I went. I went, I ran into so many former teachers, mentors, old friends, family friends, and I just felt like I was surrounded by so much love, so many well wishes. Everyone was just so proud of me with graduation, so excited for me moving to Austin, just like catching up with everyone, getting to like, you know, hear what they've been going through. I was talking about what I've been going through, like all that stuff. And it was really nostalgic. It was a lot of nostalgia. I mean, as I said, it was my band teacher's last concert. So I was kind of just like sitting back, listening to the music. And it was taking me back to when I was in band in high school. And I don't know if y'all know this about me, but I actually played clarinet since fourth grade, and then I did tenor sax, um, I think it was sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, because we had this, like, jazz band, but they didn't need clarinets, but they wanted me to, you know, play something, so I, like, picked up another instrument, but um, I just loved band so much, and I love creating music, I loved playing music, it was such a huge passion of mine, 
and I was like, oh my god, I just want to, like, jump on that stage <laughs> and, like, have my clarinet and play with them, like, it was a good time, and, um, like I said, it was just so nice running into so many friendly faces and hearing all the well wishes, so I appreciated it so, so much. It was, it was a great time, and I'm really glad that I went. Anyway, enough about me. <laughs> Let's dive into what y'all came for, you know, the meat of the episode, the main part. So let's jump right into it. As y'all see by the title, we are going to talk about how to build confidence in the gym. So I have, what is this? I have eight tips for you guys here. I'm checking my notes real quick. I don't have too, too much written down. I just have like the basic eight and then I'm just going to kind of chat a little bit, talk about how I feel about them. So going right into it, number one, this might seem obvious, but a lot of people don't actually you know, follow through with this. And that is wear clothes that you feel confident in. You know, like comfort is everything. If you're going to the gym in a pair of sweatpants, but you're just sweating the entire time and they're sticking to you and you keep having to like roll them up and you're playing with them and they're just bothering you, don't wear the sweatpants, you know, like wear some leggings, wear some shorts if you want, or, you know, you can do joggers, you can do like running shorts, biker shorts, there's so many other options, you know, or maybe you're someone where wearing a tight sports bra is just so not your thing and you feel so constricted and you're playing with the strap all the time and it's like digging into your shoulders. Okay, well, you can wear like, you know, a cami with a built-in um shelf that they have and throw a t-shirt over it or even just rock that if you would like to. I'm someone where, Yes, I do wear like itty bitty sports bras and tiny little booty shorts, but that's because that's what I feel confident in. And on days where I am wearing sweatpants to the gym, they're usually not my best lifts, you know? And I'm just someone where, first of all, I overheat so quickly in the gym. Like I literally take my, I always go to the gym in a zip up, like, you know, just as a little quote unquote pump cover, if you will. I know some people don't like that term, but whatever. But um, just to cover up a bit, you know, when I'm walking in and then I have to take it off like during my warm up because I get so warm so quickly in the gym. Just being around people, I don't like I don't understand how people can work out in like long sleeves. That is something I don't think I've ever done actually is work out in long sleeves. Like when I first started going to the gym, I would wear T-shirts or tank tops, but I could never do a long sleeve. And I have no idea how people do that. Like I just feel so constricted. I like being able to move my arms freely. I don't know, <laughs> but see what I mean? Like it's, it's a matter of comfort. It's a matter of feeling confident. And if you're going into the gym and you're trying to, you know, fit in with all the other like um, seasoned gym girls and you're trying to wear those tight little biker shorts and tiny little sports bras, but you feel like you're just adjusting yourself the whole time. You don't feel comfortable and you're trying to, you know, cover yourself and you feel exposed. You don't have to wear that you can roll up in baggy sweatpants and a baggy hoodie. And if that's what makes you feel most confident and you feel most comfortable in that and you feel like you can put your best work in during that, do it. You know, like I know for me when I'm wearing a t-shirt to the gym and I've kind of like committed to keeping the shirt on because maybe my sports bra isn't like the best or whatever. I just don't like the sports bra, whatever. I don't feel good wearing a t-shirt, you know, like I'm just, I'm just a girl who likes my little shorts and my sports bra. Like, what can I say? But you know what? If that changes, then I will absolutely change to wear whatever I feel comfortable in. I know, um, I used to wear leggings a lot to the gym because I wasn't comfortable wearing shorts just yet. 
So when I f would first wear leggings, I felt like I was always pulling them up because like the waist would always go down. It would never just sit in place. I get like itchy in leggings sometimes. I don't always like the feeling of them like being so tight against me or if they're too tight, then it's uncomfortable. But if they're too loose, you're always adjusting them. And it would, I felt like I was just playing with them the whole time. But now that I finally found the confidence to wear shorts and I realized like, who the fuck cares? Literally, who cares? <laughs> like, do you do you, you know? You feel like wear whatever you're going to feel confident in because I know for me, this doesn't just apply to the gym. This actually applies to going anywhere, you know, whether I'm going to class or I'm running errands or I'm going to a nice dinner, wherever I'm going, I like to dress in clothes that I feel confident in. And I don't mean like dressing up like you don't that doesn't mean like wearing a he heels and a skirt and a blouse all the time just whatever I'm feeling that day you know like into class that's almost always like sweatpants a tank top and a zip up you know because that's what I feel confident in or if I'm going to a nice dinner I want to throw in a little dress and heels because that's what I feel confident in you know and like I said I've always been like this I remember in high school <laughs> I actually I would always get so many comments on my outfits because I was always like it wasn't a matter of wearing like a nice outfit, but I always had a really cool outfit on, you know, like I liked dressing up for school. I liked kind of pushing the dress code limits a little bit. I kind of liked wearing unique clothing, stuff that was kind of out there or different. And it's just because that's what made me feel confident, you know, like I was the type of person where if I went to school in high school in like sweatpants and a sweatshirt, I would feel so miserable. Like I would not feel confident. I would not feel comfortable. But if I went in like a really cool pair of jeans or different kind of pants and then like fun sneakers that match the color of my top, like, I don't know, like that was kind of me. Like I liked, I liked pushing the limits. I liked dressing a little bit different. I remember actually this one outfit I wore. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying my outfits were good. Okay. Let me preface right there. I found this juicy couture velour sweatshirt dress. Okay. And it was red like bright red and it was like I said velour a sweatshirt dress so you know I had the big hood the long sleeves and on the side in like big black font it said juicy couture and I remember I wore that sweatshirt dress with <laughs> velvet over like thigh high boots just just take a second velvet thigh high boots with a bright red velour juicy couture sweater dress and I have the photo like I have the photo so if y'all don't believe me like fucking reach out to me dm me I will show you proof <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if I want to show that proof but no but you know what matters is that I felt confident and I felt cool and you know that's how I get my best work done and the same goes for the gym like I'm gonna bring it back to that if you don't feel comfortable when you're in there, how are you how are you going to put all of your mindset towards the lift you're doing, right? If you're so focused on checking the mirror every 2 seconds or running to the bathroom and adjusting your sports bra, fixing your shorts, fixing your joggers, whatever you're wearing, you're you're not going to be you're not your head's not going to be in the game, you know what I mean? So, wear something you feel comfortable in, wear something that makes you feel confident. I don't give a fuck if it's even like those one-piece like onesies or like those tight romper things if you feel confident and if you're adequately covered, of course, <laughs> like nothing's hanging out, then so be it. Who cares? I think there's nothing wrong with that. 
Number two is get to know the gym. And by this, I mean like get a tour of the gym, um, kind of learn where everything is. If there is a specific section where it looks like it's for circuits or it's like a turf, note that down. If there's like a 30 minute quick um, workout session, you know how a lot of gyms will have a room tucked away and it's like a full body circuit of machines for like going on your lunch break or if you're in a rush, like take note of that. If there's a group fitness room, if there's like the cardio section, the bike section, whatever it is, get to know the gym, okay? Because that way you won't be wandering around wondering like, oh, do they have a hack squat or do they have like a plate loaded shoulder press? Like, am I am I looking here in the right way? First of all, don't be afraid to ask the front desk. That's something I actually did this week. Um, in the gym that I'm going to in my hometown, I have been a couple times, but I don't obviously remember like everything they have. And it's also been a while. I didn't know if they got any new equipment. So I was looking around and I just asked the guy at the front desk. I was like, you don't have like an assisted pull-up machine, do you? And he was like, oh no, but you can use bands, blah, blah, blah. And he like helped me out and like pointed me where I could do assisted pull-ups. And I was like, oh, cool, thanks. And like, he didn't think anything of it, (laughs) you know? Like, I mean, if you're someone who's new to the gym or if you haven't been there in a while or if they renovated or rearranged things or whatever, how, how are you supposed to know? Like, you're not expected to know everything. So I think there is nothing wrong with taking a walk around the gym by yourself, noting where things are, or maybe asking the staff, like I said, um, getting a tour of the place. And this is not just for new gym goers, but it's for anyone who's switching gyms too. Like I said, I literally did this this week and I've been going to the gym since January 21. So it's, it, you know, like that's, that's what it takes. And the more comfortable you feel in the gym, the more confident you're going to feel because I know for me, like, let's say you're just, you've never been to New York City before and you just get thrown into Times Square. You're you're going to feel pretty fucking overwhelmed. You're not going to know where anything is. You're going to see all the hustle and bustle and bright lights. You're going to get freaked out. It's going to be a lot for you to take in, right? But if you take a step back and you ask a tour guide, like, hey, can you like point me in the right direction? And then like someone shows you where things are. You finally feel like you're getting settled. You're walking around. You're going to get the thing, like the hang of things, right? So definitely get comfortable in the gym, especially if it's um, a gym with multiple floors or if there's a lot of different sections, if it's really big, if it's always really busy, there's a ton of equipment. It never hurts to ask if they have something. I remember, I think this was um, this past summer, actually, the gym that I went to, it was two floors and it had like a bunch of different sections. It was really big and it was always super crowded, very busy, a ton of equipment packed in there. And the program that I was running, it was actually the um, MAPS aesthetic program from the Mind Pump guys. If you want to check them out, I highly recommend their programs. Um, I was running MAPS aesthetic and it called for a T-bar row. And the T-bar row was not something I'd ever used before. So I was looking around and I couldn't find it, but I was like, you know what? Like there is so much equipment in here. It does not hurt to ask one of the personal trainers. And I asked him and he was like, oh no, we don't have one, but actually here, I'll show you how to use the landmine as an alternative. Boom. Perfect. You know, (laughs) so do not be afraid to ask where things are. Get a tour of the place. Walk around yourself. Take notes. Find where everything is. You're going to feel a lot more confident when you know where to go, obviously. Number three, learn how to use the equipment and also plan your workouts. All right. So this is going to help you not feel, quote unquote, in the dark. So I know when I was first starting out at the gym, um, a lot of my anxiety and 
I guess my I don't know what you would call anti-confidence, like non-confidence. I don't know. But my non-confidence <laughs> was because I didn't know how to use the equipment and I was afraid of looking silly. I didn't want to, you know, like hurt myself or mess anything up or screw anything up, you know, break anything. So what I would do is when I was home, I would look up all the machines and I would say like, how do you use this machine? How do you use that machine? Um, What is this one good for? How do you use that one? And I would figure out how to use all the equipment. And again, this goes for even people that are seasoned in the gym. I know for me, um, prior to this summer, I had never used a belt squat before. So when me and Caroline went to um, Austin, we were at Lift ATX, we were playing with a belt squat. We probably looked a little silly because we didn't know what we were doing. But I think building confidence is not only learning how to use the machines, but also accepting that like I said, you're not expected to know <clears throat> everything and I don't think anyone's going to look down on you if you're trying something new. So not only am I telling you to learn how to use the equipment, but don't be afraid to learn how to use the equipment, right? The same thing went for the pendulum squat. I had never used a pendulum squat before. I had never even heard of one or seen one until then. So we tried it out and if we looked silly, we looked silly, you know, who who cares? Like, I'm sure people are just like, oh, they're trying something new. Good for them. What, el what else are, are someone going to think when you're trying something new and you're figuring it out? Like, I feel like the only thing someone could think of when they see that is that that's like pretty cool of you to learn new things. I like, would someone like make fun of you and be like, oh, she's never even used that before. Look at her trying. Like, what? Like, <laughs> that just doesn't even make any sense. So, if you're someone where it makes you a little bit anxious to try new pieces of equipment while you're already in the gym, look up videos online. And then the second part of that, like I said, planning your workouts. Um, I know a lot of this I think I touched on on the Ultimate Beginner's Guide to Weightlifting, which if you're a beginner, you can definitely reference that podcast episode more so because that's targeted towards beginners. But planning your workout, this is something that I still do every single day before going into the gym. I never walk into the gym with no plan because I always know what I'm hitting. I always have a split lined up. You know, I write out all my workouts ahead of time. I follow a program. So like, I'm always going to have something in front of me, right? I always have a plan. But on the very rare occasions when I walk into a gym and I genuinely don't know what I'm going to do, I kind of get a little overwhelmed and I kind of just have to take a step back and write a workout before even going into it because I don't like the feeling of walking around without a plan. Like, I don't know. It just like, it's not my kind of thing. I, as I told y'all, I'm so organized. I'm so type A. I need everything in order, routine, blah, blah, blah. So I am like the last type of person that would ever walk in without a plan to the gym. So if you're someone who you struggle a little bit with confidence Definitely get yourself to feel comfortable using all the different types of equipment. Go in with a plan. Make sure you know what you're doing. <clears throat> like I said, you won't have that quote unquote in the dark feeling anymore. Number four, halfway through, introduce yourself to the staff and other members. I know for me, when I'm surrounded by people that I know or I've talked to before or even I've just introduced myself to, it feels so much less intimidating and uncomfortable. I am someone who I'm also a huge people person and sometimes I'm kind of, especially, okay, in gym settings, I could be bad at reading someone else because obviously when everyone's, you know, amped up on pre-workout and they got their 
hoodie up, you know, headphones on, like they're just so focused, they got their mean face going, they're pushing themselves. People can seem intimidating and a little mean and scary, but once you introduce yourself to someone or just smile or say hi or strike up a conversation, compliment them, whatever, it is going to melt away your insecurities, okay? You're going to feel so much more confident because you're going to realize like, oh, there's someone just like me. They're just working out like me. They're not paying attention to anyone else. They're actually not scary and intimidating because they're 200 pounds of pure muscle. They're just, they're just lifting. They're just doing their own thing. They're focused. (laughs) So if you start to build, you know, a little community in your own gym, you are going to feel not only so much more welcomed and excited to go to the gym because you know everyone there, but like I said, it's going to feel less intimidating. It's going to feel less uncomfortable when you know everyone there you're gonna, you're gonna feel better about it, right? I know for me, sometimes when I start up at a new gym, especially if it's a gym that I've, like, never been to, and it's a really different kind of environment for me, I'm kind of looking around. I'm trying to get a feel for people. I'm like, oh, does everyone think I'm, like, like, weird here? Do I not fit in the vibe? I don't know, which you shouldn't have those thoughts, because any gym you fit into, you know, but, um, I don't know, just for me, introducing myself and like smiling and waving and like I said, complimenting people, that is how I normally strike up conversation with someone. With girls, it's so easy because every girl always has such a cute gym outfit on. So I'm always like, oh my God, I love your shorts. I love that tank top. Those shoes are so cute. Or I'll be like, you're so strong. Oh my God, good shit. Like, and then a lot of the time it starts like a little couple minute conversation with me and that girl. And then and then when I go into the gym and I see them, I'm, I don't feel as nervous, you know, because I'm like, oh, I know her. I've talked to her like she doesn't she's not going to judge me. She's nice. So it gives you a lot less to worry about for sure. So I think that introducing yourself to the other members, staff too, but I think especially the other members is going to make you feel a lot less intimidated. The reason why I said other members first as opposed to staff is because the other members are who you're going to be interacting with the most on the floor. You know, you're going to be working out next to them, asking them how many sets they have left. Maybe they're going to ask if you're using an attachment for the cables. Maybe if you can work in together, you know, you're going to be like, like I said, working out next to each other. So I know for me, I feel more comfortable when I'm familiar with the other members. Number five, I know I've given this advice so many times, but I think it's important enough to keep reiterating it. Bring a friend. Honestly, doing something that's new or uncomfortable or doing different things feels so much better when you aren't doing it alone. And I'm someone where, again, as I said, I'm a huge people person. This definitely is something that makes me feel so much more comfortable when I'm trying something new. For example, when I was doing my first mic'd up workout, and actually my only mic'd up workout, (laughs) I still have to like edit it, so I haven't even filmed another one, but I felt a little silly. I was a little embarrassed to be talking to myself. Like, I already set up a tripod and filmed myself and I'm in, you know, the itty bitty tight little workout clothes and I'm like a younger girl. So like, I'm sure people already have their opinions about me, which I'll let them have it. Who gives a fuck? Like, Like, really, who cares? But on top of like all of that, like me with like a mic clipped to my sports bra, like talking to the camera, I felt, I felt silly. Like I said, you know, I was a little bit embarrassed, but then halfway through me doing it, my friend Leah came and we ended up working out a little bit together. And 
I felt a million times better talking. Like, because just knowing that I was with my friend, I felt like, like I said, like a hundred times more confident. So, and she made me feel a lot more comfortable just knowing that I had someone there with me, you know? It's almost like an indescribable feeling because it's like, okay, what, you're either doing it alone or you're doing it with one other person that you know standing next to you. Like, it doesn't, like, on paper, I feel like it doesn't seem like it would make that much of a difference, but in practice, it really does. So, if you're someone who, you're a big people person, you like being surrounded by friends, you like being around people that you know, bring a friend to the gym and it's going to make you feel a lot more confident and soon you're going to realize that you'll be able to go without them. When I first started, like, actually lifting, not just going to the gym, but actually lifting, like I said in January, it was because my current boyfriend um, showed me the gym, right? He showed me all the ways to lift. He showed me all the workouts, all the different exercises, so be it. And we would go to the gym together every single day. And then eventually I built the confidence to go by myself and I didn't need to go with him anymore. And although I enjoy going with him now, that's definitely not necessary. But this is honestly not just a good piece of advice for building gym confidence, but it also really helps for motivation and accountability too. And this is something that I use when I need to hold myself accountable. For example, when I was at school, like since me and my boyfriend lived so close together because we went to the same school, if I was like not feeling going to the gym that day, I would text him and be like, hey, do you want to work out together? Because if he says yes and he says, let's go, then like, what am I going to say? Oh, never mind. (laughs) Like, no, he's going to tell me to get my ass up and go. So it's something that I still use to this day to help me with motivation and accountability because sometimes you need that extra little push, right? That's also why I'm excited for my sister to come home. She comes home um, this Sunday, actually, so like in three days. But I'm like low-key gonna see if I can like drag her into getting a gym membership again just to like come with me because like it's fun. Why not? Number six, this kind of ties into number five. It's along the same idea of being around people, but try a workout class. You know, I think workout classes could be so underrated sometimes by regular gym goers. This is a guided setting. It's in a group. It's with other people that are like-minded to you or that have similar goals as you, or maybe they're looking for camaraderie and they're looking for accountability just like you are. And I think that's also a really great way to meet people in the gym and make friends because, like I said, if someone's in that workout class, odds are they're probably in your age range, they probably have a similar skill set as you, they have similar interests, similar goals. Like, for example, let's say that you're in, like, a flow-style yoga class. Okay, well, why, why would someone be in that yoga class, you know? Like, what are their goals? What are they working towards? These are all, like, things that you can find that you have in common with each other, right? And maybe it can develop into going to the gym together on your own instead of in that class. But I think workout classes are a great introduction to going to the gym because you're in that gym setting and, you know, you have the gym membership, you're going into the gym, but you're not all alone in the open floor just yet because you're still in a guided group setting. But I think it's a great, like I said, gateway. It kind of opens the door into exploring more. This next one, listen to music that motivates you. Oh my goodness. Music just sets the tone. It sets the mood. It sets the vibe. I am someone where I greatly, greatly benefit off music. Like, 
Oh my goodness. And I feel like the seasons just like have different vibes too. Like when I'm at school and it's cold outside, I like listening to rap music. But now that I'm home, the sun's been out, it's warmer. I love rolling the windows down, listening to country. When I'm in the gym, I have my own gym playlist. Like I just love all different kinds of music. I like listening to everything. <laughs> and it's funny because I feel like when people say like, oh, I like all kinds of music it's usually not the case. Like there's always, they're always like, oh, but I hate um, show tunes like Broadway music or, oh, I hate um, rock or I hate country. Like, no, I love it all. I love me some music. <laughs> but that being said, music really, really does affect your mood. It really does set the vibe. If I am listening to, like, let's say the gym was silent. Imagine you go into a gym and there's just no music whatsoever and no one had headphones. It was just like silence other than, you know, the weight slamming, people grunting and talking, whatever. I don't know. That wouldn't be very hype. Like, I feel like I need like the loud music in my ears to like pump me up and get me going, you know? And like, it's funny. Everyone says that they have like their one PR song. Like, that is so true. Putting on that music that makes you feel good gets you in the mindset because what is lifting all about, right? It's all about mind over matter. It's all about challenging not just your physical strength, but your mental strength because your mind is what fails before the body. If you tell yourself you can't, odds are you won't because you're telling yourself that, right? Whereas if you go into a lift like with a positive mindset, open-minded, telling yourself you can do this, you have a much better chance at actually executing that. So with that being said, coming back to music, that is why music is so important because if you're not listening to music that's motivating you and hyping you up and pumping you up and making you want to move around and like just feel good, then it's not, you know, if you're listening to music that's the opposite of that, it like brings you down. It kind of makes you just want to like lay in bed. It kind of makes you sad. You're not going to execute your best lifts. You know what I'm saying? So definitely find music that motivates you, that you enjoy, that energizes you and it really is a make it or break it, I swear, especially with heavy lifting. I feel like with cardio too, like the people that can do cardio with just nothing, sometimes that's me actually, I can't, <laughs> but I'm always like watching something, but people that like do cardio with just nothing, like they run outside with like no sound, I don't know how they do it. That is, that's another, that's another <laughs> rant. <laughs> All right, number eight and the last piece of advice that I have for you guys, change your mindset, okay? What is confidence? Confidence is all in your head. It's all about the appearance, you know, fake it till you make it. Tell yourself you are capable. You are there to work on yourself. You can do this. You are worthy. Like your mindset, like I said, it's all, it's all a matter of your mind, mind over matter, mind muscle connection, you know, like getting yourself in the correct mindset, telling yourself you can do this. If you tell yourself that you're not confident, then you're not confident. But if you, you know, you like, you get your posture fixed, you hold that chin high, you put a smile on your face, you like roll your shoulders back. People can't tell when it's fake or when it's real and you can fake it until you make it. If you wake up every single day and, and look in the mirror and you say, I am strong. I can do this. I'm worthy of XYZ. I'm capable. I'm working on myself. I'm proud of myself. If you say that every single day in the mirror, you will believe it. Whereas if every single day you're looking at yourself and you're saying, oh my God, I'm this, I'm that, I hate myself, I don't like this part about me, I don't like XYZ, well then you're going to believe that too. 
the way that you talk to yourself, self-talk, and even like it, it doesn't even have to be out loud. The thoughts inside your head, your mindset changes everything, okay? So if you want to be confident in the gym, you need to tell yourself you will be confident in the gym. And that is that. That is my last piece of advice. I got a little passionate there at the end. Okay. I just get so passionate about affirmations because that's something I I don't think I've ever talked about this before, but I actually practice positive affirmations every day for myself. And I want to say that I really do notice a difference on times that I am not saying my affirmations, I notice a slight change in my mood and I really think that there's a correlation there. So yeah, that is all I have to say about that. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. I hope you guys were able to gain something from it. I want all of us to walk into the gym with our chin up high, shoulders rolled back. You own the place. You're paying to be there. You deserve to take up space. You are worthy. All that good stuff. And yeah, If you guys want to see more of this podcast, you can find it on Instagram at interactive.podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at angelar.fit, as if I haven't said that a million times now. (laughs) If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, you can give this a five-star review and a little written review if you would like. If you're listening on Spotify, you can also give this a five-star review. What else? I have my link tree in the show notes. You can check out all my links, all my discount codes, all that good stuff. And yeah, that is all I have for you guys this week. I hope you enjoyed and I will talk to you guys next Friday. Bye guys.